Welcome to The Sipping Point, the whiskey podcast where we ask the whisk what, the whisk where and the whisk why as we go through another dream drumming experience. I am the master blender, Cameron Hobbs, joined as ever by our resident whiskey goblin, Angus Coots. Hello. Angus, the question I ask you every single time, what's been in the glass this week? So I actually had to take a picture of this earlier on so I could tell you because it's absolutely phenomenal. I was going to say, pictures don't work on uh, podcasts. Yeah, but yeah I, would, I was going to forget entirely. Um, it's one of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. Uh, bottlings it is 1.281 as we all know number one is Glenfarclas there mm. and it's a really interesting one 1281 is uh, a 10 year old Glenfarclas single cask that has been in a regular barrel for a while and then finished for a couple of years in an Isla barrel so it's a Glenfarclas space side that's got a little bit of that smoke on it as well Ooh, so anything more specific than an Isla barrel it just says X Isla that's all so they wouldn't tell us what. How smoky is it? Not massively, because it's just been gone in the barrel. It's not like it's had any actual smoked barley touching it. I mean, that could be a Brooklady. That's not smoked. Uh, Peter oh, well, it definitely, it definitely is a smoky right, okay, one, right, though, right. so it's definitely not Brooklady. <laughs> um, we obviously had one of your, I'm going to call him your hero, Scott Wilson, last Love week. Love Scott, yeah. Um, five episodes in, this is number six. It's been great so far, doing this. Yeah, it's been a laugh. I am a big fan of this. We're never going to stop. No, never. Till we run out of whiskey, which won't happen. Won't happen. This is great. Uh, the key question is, though, any more of that Jura Isla, a jeweler, that yeah. Jura rum cask being drank? I had one last night. <laughs> and is your opinion different? A little bit. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's because of seeing the bottle. I don't know, man. Um, I looked at the bottle, I poured it, I drank it, and I was like, mm. whereas last week when we were recording, I was like, that's really nice. Yep. Uh, maybe it's because you weren't sitting in a room that was 40 degrees like we were last week. Maybe, yeah. I had a bit more of a Caribbean feel uh, when we were drinking at that time, so the rum cask was maybe good. Well, we're back for more, and I've got pineapples on my shirt, so let's get on with it. Uh, absolutely delighted to get on with episode number six, and this time we're welcoming into the snug Irish comedian Ryan Cullen. Just come here before we get stuck into things. The three drams that we're going to be drinking tonight are Perpetuate Blended Scottish, Johnny Walker Celebration Blend, and Kayasuku Japanese Whiskey. Ryan, welcome to the Sipping Point Snug, first of all. How are you? I'm great. Delighted to be here. Absolutely. Delighted to hear you're delighted. Delighted to be here. I know both of you, too. No, yeah, no. from two separate kind of, yeah. well, kind of separate, like, <laughs> parts of everything, you know? This weird alignment of the stars, who knows what's going to come out of it. Uh, a, a blend, if you will, of different relationships coming oh. together. Yes, oh, like yes. What a segue, that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this week it's blended malts that we're turning to. But before we get into that, Ryan, we are recording this just as the Edinburgh Festival gets underway. Yeah. What you got going on? I've got roast battles this year. I'm not actually, this is the first year in about six that I haven't done a solo show because uh, I couldn't be bothered. That's fair. Uh, yeah. I can't, I'm too tired of writing 300 jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> so I have basically roast battles and then I'm going off to Dubai for shows for 10 days in the middle Class. and then I'm back for the last weekend. So I feel like I'm going to nail it this time. Not doing the Edinburgh Fringe because you're 
gigging Dubai is a pretty big flex. It, 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 yeah, it wasn't meant to be a flex. I also I made this decision before I got to yeah. Dubai. The Dubai came in then, and it makes it look like it. Oh, I was too busy for it. I wasn't. I wasn't. I've already booked. I'm running like three roast battles in the fringe, and I'm only here for one. <laughs> uh, and then the rest of it's just spots. I'll build it up for next year's show. So are you going to take the opportunity then and see more things? <laughs> you know, that's what I said. But I, I have no patience. Ah. Do you know, do you know what it is? I, I lo- like obviously love comedy. Love it more than anything in the world. But every time I, uh, I, if I go to a fringe show, I can only watch one a day. Mm. I can watch one show and I'm like, I can't watch anymore. I do this. I don't know. So Sometimes, because it, it, it's, it's a bit different, but like if I was an accountant, I don't think in my spare time I'd come in and watch people do accountancy. Yeah. yeah. No, um, no, obviously I will. I think, you know, and some days you end up push more. It is the fringe. You feel like, or right, especially living here, you feel like an absolute twat not to make as much I, as you can. I get more taken with the kind of like, kind of alternative stuff that you don't see too much. So like, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm going to Stamptown, um, which yeah, is always yeah. a cracking night. And I'm going to see Zach Zucker's solo thing. I don't know if anyone's been, anyone's listening, has been watching him on TikTok, but he is consistently the funniest person in the world on TikTok. I know Zach, um, yeah, yeah. He's so I, I can't wait to see his, uh, his solo show. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah have, um, you, have you any other planned in? Uh, I'm going to see Vigo Venn as well. I'm, I'm lucky enough to get one of those tickets since he won Britain's Got Talent. Oh, um, I, I, knew, I knew that name from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then what else have I got? I've got a few things. Uh, I'm going to see Crystal Evans. Um, Great. The hottest girl at Burn Camp. I saw Work in Progress and it's amazing. And I'm going to see... Sam Lake. Beautiful. Uh, another one of my best pals. B Babylons, Ralph Brown, Ross Leslie, Marilyn Robertson. That's been the the usual. Friends. Yeah, the usual, the, the, the the usual crew. Good to see your pals. I realized that I booked the Roast Battle Scotland. The two, there's a competition ground. The two people I booked to represent Roast Battle Scotland aren't Scottish. Who have you booked? Crystal. Great. Crystal Evans and Lee Brophy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's Irish. Uh, thanks <laughs> to Lee, where we are just now, actually, recording in the Royal Scots Club. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's on the you. You pointed it. It's on the glass. Yeah, it's been it. great for any guests that come in and have a have a drink while they're here. The Royal Scots uh, logo is the Queen's logo. No, um, no, I. It's the, a, the yeah. I feel Queen's like I'm burning logo. up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's an Irishman, like, you know. It's, it's burning down. <laughs> He's not even sampled the whiskey yet. Yeah. So let's let's turn to whiskey though. Obviously, while we're here, the first dram is in the glasses in front of you, gentlemen. Yeah. You start to savor and sniff and taste. But for you, Ryan, what is single malt? When did that become a thing for you? Not long ago, right? This is great because I I I, uh, I drank whiskeys uh, some in Ireland. You know, uh, I, I liked the whiskey and everything like that. Even even did the Jameson and Cokes when I'm couldn't be pints or whatever. But like, what happened was I came to Scotland. Uh, and first of all, it was uh, basically my uncle, who's from uh, the borders here, you know. Uh, he brought me up to that little bar in Victoria Street. The, is the it Bow. The, huh? the Bow Bar. I think this is exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, he started uh, getting me into the old single malts. Like uh, one of my favorites at the start was the old, just the old Pulteney oh, 12. Oh, that's an absolute classic. Maybe like, that's, that's top five for me. Same. So I was just like that. that I was like, oh my God. It, it just opened up a whole new world, right? Uh, started sampling them with him. Did all the, the frogs and all that ter- carry on. Uh, and then uh, Daniel, yep. who I lived with, other comedians lost yeah. he started he was into whiskeys and he started uh we just started especially during lockdown yeah, I bet. we started like you know getting the different ones we joined the clubs and they'd bringing in like six every you know week 
bottles and start tasting them and join some pretty expensive clubs in it. Well, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> that was Netflix money. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you kidding me? <laughs> so you started on the journey and that journey opened the door. And since you've got in the door, you've taken advantage of it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm very controversial back home because I preferred the Scottish single malts by far compared yeah, to the Irish, right. which right. is probably not what you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what Irish people do. Irish people like Irish whiskey. Uh, yeah, they, they get really upset about it. No, I, I do love Irish whiskey. Well, I went to Castle Street. I point out the whiskey shop and was like, they do the best whiskey in the world in there. And obviously, my little joke that I go to is, what's the best whiskey in the world? It's free whiskey. They do samples in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I always there's Irish people and they're like, what's the best whiskey in the world? And I'm like, Jameson. Like, shut. It's not even the best Irish whiskey. Shut up. Not at all. No, <laughs> no I would. Yeah, that's one I would be fine mixing. Yeah, you know, Jameson, like whatever. Jameson, like, not sipping a fucking Jameson. Sorry, watching something. <laughs> It's interesting, though, I think you talked about there that, you know, you didn't really have it when you're back home. You maybe have it with Coke, whereas actually over here is the first time you've really tasted it. I still think so much of a whiskey experience is determined by that first dram you have in love. Uh, and therefore, the fact <laughs> that the first one was an old Pulteney is a great Scottish malt. Yeah. And therefore, that's probably influenced your, your flavor taste and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I really did. Like, because I used to do I used to do YouTube videos back in the day like fucking like sorry tra taste testing stuff so i have yeah i remember them yeah. yeah so i used to do like different drinks from around the world i'm pretty sure i must have done whiskeys but back then it was not the same i wish mm. i did it now like you know um like well, you got this not, not i got this this, this yeah. is a spin-off already you've already <laughs> smashed it so this is exactly <laughs> this is exactly what should have been done so i watched a bunch of them when you uh, were doing booze ones and people ended up fucked it's because like it's well, because half camera we were doing another shot like <laughs> we had the bottles so yeah. every time the camera thing it looked like everyone was doing like a little half shot and go oh it's very nice but really you're, you're like by the time the next points and i was like what's going on here by the time the next by the time the next cut had happened we'd already drank another yeah. three shot i fucking you know, loaded up yeah um but like uh it was great uh and then i started you know now you've got you know you've got your favorites and stuff like that uh mm. old partners up there and stuff like yeah. that but I, I really do join the like the japanese stuff at the oh, moment japanese whiskey is just unbelievable at the moment uh, uh that would be my second now i'd say ahead of ireland probably at the moment right. so that's controversial for back home uh, we've talked about this before japanese whiskey is definitely lifting uh its leg to scottish whiskey it's definitely it's taking know, a piss on it we'll go with it um it's i was gonna say lifted its skirt but that's probably perhaps Even a worse. little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> although in scotland let's be honest that's it, what we did might be a skirt might be a kill like, yeah yeah did something but it definitely is almost an homage to scotch whiskey mm. uh the way that they distill the way they do everything is based on the practices here whereas that triple distilling that's done in ireland does add a different flavor and then we had scott wilson here last time who his favorite is bushmills the bushmills uh rum mm. cask is his absolute favorite whiskey so so, so bushmills definitely is uh, so the reason like Bushmills definitely is like a, a general favorite like in Ireland and I like it too yeah. uh, but I can't admit it because it's Protestant uh, yeah. <laughs> you ever see The Wire huh? you ever see The Wire there's no. a scene in The Wire where Jimmy McNulty comes up to order a, a whiskey and he's like we only got Bushmills he goes what it's Protestant they can't have that <laughs> he goes it's great but 
Well, this I've never even thought of that, I, but I, I knew I knew it was in the sectarian. That's what it's. That's this is why I'm here. I'll yeah. bring the sectarian news. I'll 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 keep you clued in. You couldn't order Bushmills where I'm literally from for that love, reason. I had no idea. The pettiness that whiskey had a sectarian. Yeah, element yeah. To it. Bushmills Protestant. Is it Vittorio Angeloni did a great series on Instagram where it was like an Ask Me Anything, but it was like Ask Me What Anything Is, and I'll tell you whether it's Protestant or Catholic. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> He's got that Bushmills is yeah. that was always our big one yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you'd have to drink uh, I I'm not even fucking religious I don't care uh, yeah. I, I still just felt like if I if I heard this in the wrong bar someone's going to get angry culturally though like I I I'm definitely non-religious as well but I think I I heard someone talking once it was my dad was telling me about this some Spanish guy getting interviewed um and he was like oh you know like I'm I'm an atheist I don't believe in God I don't believe in anything but I'm very culturally Catholic and I was like I think that I might like I might be culturally Presbyterian like I can't take time off work I can't enjoy <laughs> myself really I have to be sorry about everything. <laughs> Culturally Catholic, just riddled by guilt. Yeah, Which, sexually fair, oppressed. That's what Calvinist did to us as well. So, really, we're more similar than anyone would think. Yeah, I don't even know the Catholic. The, I don't know. I don't even know what represents as Catholic whiskeys. Jameson, I suppose. Yeah, probably would be I. Yeah, yeah, you know. Green spot's got to be in the mix for that one. So, oh, now I just said to Angus this weekend. Uh, Mick Ferry, another comedian, had said he had an Irish whiskey in his flask when we were at a music festival. And it was, you remember I said I didn't know the name of it? Yeah. Green Spot. It was, a, and I'm pretty sure it was a blend. Yeah. And it was very, very nice. It's one of the, and we've kind of touched on this, we've not had any, and spoiler alert, there are no Irish whiskeys tonight. Um, but it's one of the ones that I've heard is up there. Because I think for me, I had yeah, yeah. an Irish whiskey that I had enjoyed to the same level as Scotch. But we talk, we've talked about Redbreast 12. Yeah, so yeah. Talked about Redbreast 15. Yeah. Redbreast seems to be the one that people talk about. Green Spot's the other one, though. That's got a really good reputation. So I, I had that this weekend. Uh, like, Mick Ferry was like, oh, it's Green Spot. And I was like, I don't really know that. And fine. And then I took it. And I went, oh, oh, that's very. That was like right up there straight away going, like, okay, in terms of Irish ones, that's right up near the top. Like, I will. Look into that. I've had a, a lovely one. I had it in New York City. Similar to you, mm-hmm. I was in New York. I was in a bar and I was like, well, I'll have an Irish whiskey because I can get scotch back home. Um, and I saw this one. It was West Cork whiskey. Okay. Peated. Ooh. I'd never had peated Irish whiskey before nice. and it was phenomenal. It, it holds up. It, it's not it's no Lagavulin, and it's no Lafroig, but it's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're hard ones too. Yeah, you can't really top them. Lafroig, though, the first time I ever had a Lafroig, I was like, this smells like methylated spirits. <laughs> Yeah. I, di- I didn't get the joy, uh, you know, like people are like, I go, that smells like that. I love Lafroig. I still yeah, drink it. Like, just probably my Lafro- favorite smoky whiskey. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I was going to ask you that. Obviously, Old Pulteney is the one that you remember probably having first. What are, what's in your repertoire? What are the things that you're reaching for? So the ones that, it, like, the ones I would drink more than others would be Old Pulteney 12. I'd have uh, some of the jurors at the house, uh, Lafroig. Uh, we had... Uh, uh, Highland, a lot of Highland Parks. Highland Park's the one that I would always say is my favorite. So my favorite, if you were gonna, my favorite whiskey is a Highland Park. Uh, it's it's not even a good name for a whiskey. It's, yeah. Do you know which one I'm talking about? My favorite whiskey is Highland Park Dragon Legend. That's interesting. Is that the one that? 
you no. recommended? What was That's that one? The one that we got was the Viking one in right. the I've had that sale. Yeah. Um, I've had the Eagle Legend and I've had the Bear. I have not had the Dragon. The Dragon Legend, I love. I just kind of thought it was quite a sad name. Felt like I was on a... Anyone you know, from Highland Park is listening... Just make the twelve over and over and over again. Yeah, the twelve is unbelievable. Like, it's, it's yeah, a top yeah, yeah, tier, yeah. It is one of the finest whiskies in the world. Love the Dragon Legend. I must say, big fan of it. So we had the Highland Park Valkna as one of the previous ones that we brought out. Yeah, Angus obviously talks his favorite distillery is Highland yeah. Park. And then, what did you say about it? Can you even remember? I just didn't like, like it. Middle of the roads. <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah, not much going on, one dimensional. <laughs> and this is, this is the whole point of this podcast, right? Because some distilleries will produce a lot of genetic stuff that's very middle of the road, and then they'll come out with something that is absolutely fucking dynamite, and you will buy as much of it as you can get. And you cannot judge any distillery by a single bottle. No. Um, you cannot judge them by four or five, because genuinely they'll come out with something phenomenal, something different, and you'll be like, oh my God, what's this? You find out which distillery it is, and you're like, Really? Yeah. Um, and that's why we always put one supermarket in, in the mix, because there's some of these supermarket ones that are great. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can identify it because it lacks a little bit of the character. Sometimes yeah, yeah. It's really difficult. So all part of it. But then as we talk about your dream dram then, if you're building your dream whiskey Ooh. drinking experience, what's in the glass? That's a hard question. You're not just getting one nip because it's dream experience, but it is one bottle. So you're, you've got the whole bottle, but it's it's one bottle. See, um, are you asking me what I want to taste from it? Is it? Or do you mean... You can tell me what you want to taste from it and then tell me the one that you think covers most of the bases. Because the dream whiskey may not exist. There may be flavor profiles that you love and you've not yet found that thing that ticks all the boxes. See, the, the main thing about whiskey with me is I can drink a, a lot of it in one go. Mm. And then... You know, and people will be like, God, if you drank a half bottle of whiskey, I remember Christmas, my mom was devastated. She was like, oh, no, this isn't good. And I got, no, I'm pretty got it all together. And then there's just that one extra that then makes you go, absolute. I'm like, right, why did I drink three quarters of a bottle? If I, were, if, if I could make whiskey taste the exact same and take 10% of the alcohol level of it, but I also don't want that to happen. Mm. I feel like that would be... It makes me sound like I, I just want to get hammered. Well, but I don't because it, it, it is a drink of pleasure and yeah. I never thought I'd be like that. Okay. I never, if you asked me five years ago, I'd be like, absolutely not. I mean, just, I don't care about any of this. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, I don't know. Is it a 30s thing? So it, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I, I, it was my 30s where I really got into it. Same. Like, yeah. I, I knew I liked it before my 30s. But yes. It was always a thing where I was, I like it, but I'm not going to choose it. I'm still drinking lager. I'm still out to drink ales and yeah, yeah. fruity pale ales and stuff like that. The Two things happen for me. One of the biggest things, though, I think, is people get to a point where they've got no idea what to get you for Christmas. And what mm. do they do in that circumstance? They get you socks and whiskey. Yeah, right? yeah. And suddenly, before you know it, you've got bottles of whiskey in your house that you never had. And it's things that you wouldn't typically buy yourself. And you go, yeah, yeah. hang on a minute, this, this is a little bit different. And you start to like things and you don't like things. And then you start to find a region and you go, oh, I tend to like the smoky ones or I really hate the smoky ones. I don't like these sweet ones. Yeah, yeah. To your region and then you start to find different things. I think it's opening Pandora's box and you need something to tip you. Something has to open the box. And once that box is open, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. journey of just, yes. I think he started me off, you know, in in the real good ones. And I was kind of like immediately and. 
Um, I tend to like uh, I tend to like smoky ones a fair amount. It, it's it's yeah. odd. My favorites tend to be different than the ones I would like to drink half the time. You know, like yeah. Um, I guess I, I really like I, I like Lafrogs a lot when I'm drinking them. Uh, I don't know what the hell would I have in a dream one though. <laughs> That's a hard question. So so flavor wise, would it be something smoky then? I would say smoky. Say if I if I had to pull in an absolute, you know. If I didn't make one, there's a, you know, if I, yeah. is what you were basically asking. Yeah, I'll go smoky mm-hmm. if I manage to get one because I, I don't know, it, uh, you know, warms the cockles in my heart. It does, <laughs> does. Warms me up, you know. Um, I hug uh, myself. And I mean, it's funny, like, blends. <laughs> Someone has to. <laughs> <laughs> blends now are becoming quite trendy. It used to be blends were the famous grouse, the kind of stuff you would put coke in. Um, but now blends are actually being put together by master blenders themselves who know mm-hmm. what they're doing. And people that love whiskey and kind of know what they're doing are playing about with it. There's some great stuff on the output. Yeah. Um, so something smoky. I mean, Highland Park itself is pretty smoky. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you want a bottle of that Dragon Legend just to have there? And oh, yeah. If you're, for your dream drama, you have that Dragon... No, you'd have the 18. You would have I'll what? tell you what you have. <laughs> you, I, I am all ears, in fairness. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm new is, to this. Highland Park you know? 18 is brilliant. I think I've might have had the 18. No, the I, no I would have remembered. I have had the 12, definitely. Yeah, I think lovely. the 12 might just be my favorite because I'm a cheap though. But, it, but it's excellent. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had some I've had some dreadful ones. Uh, oh jeez, I'll tell you the worst one I've ever had. I, I I don't know if you've ever had one. I mean, it sounds like I'm biased with yeah. my accent and where I'm from, but there, I got sent one in that thing called the English, and it was terrible. It was called the English. It was made in like a rosé cast. I oh, see that interests me. Rosé cask. I've hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much. Did you drink I, it though? No, actually didn't. I drank one thing. I did. No, good luck. Send it back. Not send it back. <laughs> Keep it. But <laughs> yeah, no, I really, you know, and then everybody made the jokes, you know, like, oh, it's very funny mm-hmm. how much you hate one called the English. The, I, I was, was like, come on. I was, I was it's, in the, it's made in a rosy cat. I don't like it. I was in the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society once and there was a, uh, everyone was going mad. Like, everyone that was in there was just going crazy about this one whiskey they had that was made by something like the St. George's Distillery in England. And it was a smoky English single malt that they'd made. And everyone was loving it. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'll have one. So I got one. It smelled like actual shit. Like, like actual manure. Like slurry was what it smelled like. And it was, yeah. It, was, it wasn't the was cask of any type. It was just a slurry yeah. tank. Just it's, it's funny as well. We talk about the English in this sense. We've had a Welsh whiskey on here that came out really popular. That pender yep. in Portwood. Both you and Jamie, big fans of that. Um, funnily enough, some of the... When I do look into whiskey tasting, because I find it interesting to see what people get, some of the people that I find the most interesting when it comes to describing whiskey tasting and what have you are the English. Um, yeah. And I think that they are particularly good. They're very passionate about Scottish whiskey, whiskey yeah, yeah. from around the world. So it is surprising. I agree. I've yet to find an English one that actually comes anywhere close to being something I would choose to drink. Mm. Uh, that's not to say it's not out there. I've just not had it yet. Yeah. Um, but actually, it's massively popular, and I'll be perfectly honest the majority of our audience so far has been from England. Um, and it's because they're massively pop, uh, popular, massively fond of Scottish whiskey. So yeah, they're, they're pretty, they're, I know English people are mad and they, they do the Irish, they know more than, yeah. but it's in me, like, you know, mm. this one just was called the English. And it is coming from I want to know, I'm like one. you, I want to find one 
Yes. No, what, yeah, I'll so speak they, out there. I'll so if any of you want to send us uh, English whiskey that you think we might like, we will take it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Drop us an email. So in the glass, it's something smoky. Angus has suggested a Highland Park 18. We're probably thinking something from the Highland Park area because it carries the smoke, but carries a lot of character as well. And um, we can move forward with something around that. What about what's in your glass right now? I like what are the thoughts. I actually like it. I don't know what I this is. I find it quite interesting. I thought the first time I had a sip of it, I was getting a bit of tobacco on it, but I think I get that with blends quite a lot. Uh, this is blended malt though, right? I'm not... It's, I'm saying nothing. Okay. The way the way I describe it is, see when you take a, a the burn happens quicker than usually. It goes. It feels away like as well. it burns on the yeah, but usually what I'm saying is, a, the burn happens like sometimes like three quarters of the way. I think this happens just the immediate swallow, I, and you're like whoa, and then it just the dies nose. out quite quickly. Have you added any water to it? No, I never do. I would try a little bit. I never do this. Sponge. I've never once done this. So it's an it's all well. This is this is an interesting journey that you can go on as well because the great thing about water and what I would say is I have a tendency to drink neat. However, there's definitely whiskies out there that benefit greatly, and if you're getting anything cash strength, two drops of water is all you need. Like dip, and the trick that I always do, and again, it doesn't work for a visual thing for a podcast. Dip your pinky into the water and see two drops come off your pinky and then taste it again. And genuinely, some whiskey. Ooh. And I would say one of the Strathern that we had last time, yep. it really opened up with those two drops of water. Really changes it. Takes some of that heat out the out the front, and then it just changes the complexity, and you get different notes that are a little bit deeper, and it will genuinely taste different. Genuinely. I'm interested. Now I'm interested in this. And it's I a usually... great way to make your whiskey do different things, especially if you get a bottle that you're like, yeah, it's all right. Um, but some of them can be quite boozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A journey to drink it, you know. Um, a half bottle of whiskey at forty percent is very different to a half bottle at sixty-two. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. That water could definitely just create some of the subtleties. But like you, I'm kind of like, I'll only do it for half to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've never actually once done it, so I'm I'm interested in that now very much. Well, there's water on the table, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let's do it. <laughs> you want to go <laughs> pinky? Anything else that you're getting from it, Angus? You've got, obviously, tobacco. I found there was a lot going on there that I couldn't quite put my finger on, but I kept on going back to it. It's, it, it's very drinkable. For me, and we'll get into this right from the start, and I don't like to influence anything here, the biggest difference between blends and single malts for me is single malts for me tend to carry uh, a very simple nose, palate, finish, and it is what it is, and it's got one... It'll be one particular thing with maybe some flavours in it. Blends tend to hit more of your mouth yeah and i think that you know if you feel something sweet at the top of your you know the top of your mouth you're having a smoky whiskey right with this this could have some space side some smoke in it and something from somewhere else and it's basically ding dong and off the inside of your yeah. mouth like a big set of balls great <laughs> well <laughs> great well <laughs> it's interesting i'm actually learning i love it i'm going to try the pinky thing right so you're saying dip Dip, dip, it. dip in, just shuggle off two little drips. Come on, drip up. Um, I, did I, I, I didn't you, get you one single. To, it's because it's, it's once again 40 degrees in this room. Yeah. So evaporation's your, your enemy on this Okay, one. there's one. Um, All right, uh, I'll get one more here. Hold on. There we, there go. we go. All right. That's I fun. think this, I think water made this even spicier. You know, sometimes you have, when, yeah. you, when you add water to something, sometimes it usually gets a lot mellower, a little bit easier to drink. I think that made it not harsher as such. It was just a little bit, it was a bit more intense. The burn lasts longer. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's um, spicy. It's, 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 it's not often that that happens. You know, people talk about it when you do taste and you're like, oh yeah, it could, 
be, get, it could get more intense water. It very rarely does. That was also one of the bad things, you know, when you did them taste things back in the day. I was chatting about, like, if I was, like, on, like, drink five, I go, God, this one's so easy. It was just hammered. This one's so easy. It's like drinking water. Like, I can assure you that's very strong. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm gone past the... I'm gone past the the taste part. I go, all right, sorry, I'm, I'm gone. Past the part where you can identify alcohol. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like water, like spring water <laughs> at forty percent. This is the other thing, though. There's genuinely companies now that are producing water specifically for whiskey. Distilleries are making them. Yeah, uh, Glenmorangie, I think, make uh, their own water. Because to, it's to generally, I think it's like it's not even just about putting water. It matters what water you put in your whiskey. Yeah. I mean, there's a way. To- All the space side ones are like, oh, you should really use just water that's to go in the river. But shut up, you're only up there because it was hard to find. The tax man couldn't find you. You cheating. <laughs> Do you know I'm so new to this? I've never been to a whiskey like distillery, distillery. of any type ever. Oh man, uh, I've never been to Glen Kinchy. Let's go. Oh, oh well, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll, just down the road. I'll absolutely go. Right, yep. fantastic. Well, we know what's in the glass. We've had a bit of a review on the first one. I like this one. That's great. We're going to pour out number two in just a minute, so we'll uh, we'll go and do that. And in the meantime, Angus is going to book us a trip at Glenkinchy. Yes. We know what's in the glass. Now we need to discuss where we're going to drink it as we've got nip number two in the glass. And gentlemen, you can start to sniff and savour there. So we talked about it being something smoky. You know, you obviously early in your experience uh, of whiskey, but, you know, we've kind of suggested something Highland Park 18-ish. Uh, we can keep it nice and generic going forward. We know it's smokiness. That's something there. Yeah. Where you drink it, though, matters so much to this as well. Okay. Um, so for your ultimate drumming experience, you've got the bottle, you've got it in your glass, but where the hell are you? I'm going to say the moon. <laughs> great, great. I'd, I'd, yes, Why? Well, that'd be quite a nice view, wouldn't it? It would be a great well, view. Well, I reckon... Well, obviously, looking at Earth, I wouldn't say looking the other way. I mean, that would still be nice. Yeah, what's on the dark side of the moon? Who knows? It could be worth seeing. I remember, because anytime I get really... Like, if I get smashed on whiskey or something, maybe in uh, the local bar in, like, uh, in Donegal in Ireland, because uh, it's got no... Uh, there's just fuck all clouds at night. Yeah. It's nothing but stars, and you'd be like, when you're absolutely thinking, you're like, this is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And then I'm like, I want to look at it from the other way. But like, that. Also, though, but the what my one problem is, would it would it keep its what it's like on them? And I've had space food before. Right. Well, yeah, I've. Uh, it's I've, real bad. Yeah. Uh, does that space food taste different when you're on the moon, though? Does it taking it to the moon change the flavor of it? It must do because they they pack the they pack. I don't think it, it does. I they, think they just eat shit when they're up there. They do, they take all liquid out of it. So like you know, so I had a I strawberry and it was like you know the size of like a little the whole strawberry. They completely sucked every little bit of it, and then you taste it, and it's so strong, like overwhelming. Yeah, dust. Are you flavor. not meant to rehydrate it though? I don't think so. I think you're meant to add water. Well, maybe some of them. Yeah. Or maybe, well, I feel like we had someone in with the space program when I did this. So I feel like, you know. Uh, I bought my mate some Neapolitan ice cream from the planetarium in Copenhagen. Oh, right. Nice. Uh, okay. Which I never gave to him. I think I still have in a cupboard somewhere. Um, and it was dehydrated, but I'm fairly certain it was just like a powder. I, you couldn't just eat that and be like, oh, I'm having ice cream. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, like, I don't think. <laughs> well, also, you can't remove the, the liquid from whiskey that would be. Just barley. 
Yeah. That'll be a thing. <laughs> oh, could you could you let it float? Could you let it float up into little balls and? I bet you'd be wearing the who's suit. It, uh, who's it? They did Gwen with it. I think that the the thing um, they did the edible pods. You know that thing that you all, looked at him like he was insane. Yeah. So <laughs> Do you not remember the, the, someone, all the kids? I, someone's taking whiskey to space. I was like, inevitably, there's going to be a Carol, a Carol, a barrel. I know it was, I know it was in space, Cast but uh, it was part of the uh, the cocktail festival last year, um, where Gwen Livett did an event, and I'm sure they had these things that were essentially like, you remember all the kids got in America got in trouble because they were eating Tide Pods because they looked tasty, like the, no. the laundry pods. Like, they looked delicious and kids, oh, these look really tasty. And then they had to be like, don't eat Tide Pods. Mm-hmm. Well, they made them that were just like that, the detergent things you'd put in the washing machine, but it was filled with whiskey and it was edible and you'd pop it in your mouth and it would get a burst and you'd get the whiskey in your mouth. I've never and heard I of this. really wanted one of them. I've not heard of this I've either. never once heard. I'm not looking at you I'm, like, uh, you've made this up. I'm fascinated by the Your conversation, center. though, about how, does whiskey taste different in space and does it behave differently? Coming back to the thing about the strawberry, you said it was really intense in flavour. I don't know Do why that it was. it tastes better in space? Is gravity contributing towards flavour? Is this something that we've stumbled across? Oh my God, I don't know enough about physics Is this Cullen's all? theory? Like Cullen's just... theory is that gravity intenses the flavour of Oh, I, It'll be like literally chewing a block of peat oh. rather than a peaty whiskey. <laughs> it, it ramps up levels, you know? The smoke, you're just like, I'm in a house fire. It's now just actually smoke up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just smoke. I it's found it. The Glenlivet capsules, they're a thing. They're wrapped in edible seaweed and you pop them in your mouth. So and a little it's a sushi. Packaging. <laughs> little sushi. Little whiskey sushi. I really sushi. want to try one. I've never had a chance to. Uh, if there's anyone listening from Glenlivet, we would be happy to do it. There's three pods there. We always have three whiskeys. We could have a, a capsule. If there's, <laughs> anyone, right. well uh, for that episode, if there's yeah. anyone listening from the moon, I'd also yeah. like to know... <laughs> What the whiskey's like up there. <laughs> um, so typically we ask questions like, is there a time of day and is there a season? That, that so I assume would... it would be moon daytime then. Moon daytime, like... Or would that be moon nighttime? Well, when do they get to see the Earth? Well, it depends on which part of the Earth you want to see, because this is... So that's the oh, question. Good. Which bit of the Earth do you, is know you what? want to see? Well, the moon's All right, immediately lot, so yeah. I, got, I got the whole South America in my head. That's right? the first. I don't see Europe first. I'm looking at Brazil here. Oh. Aye, that's because quite a lot of the, the well, all the astronauts that have been up there have been uh, Americans who have been taking pictures of the Americas. It's a very water. solid point here. There's a greater yeah. water percentage at that point. So that also that is the blue-green contrast. It, it would look prettier in a picture. You don't want to be looking at Bosnia. <laughs> Never. <laughs> You want you want Brazil, you want water, you want Hawaii. Yeah. No, Hawaii's too small, you see. That's not enough yeah, land. No. You gotta get mixed. It is. It's it's Brazil. That's that's exactly what I want. You want to see Brazil. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to see Ireland mm. or Scotland. <laughs> We're just covered. Oh okay. clouds, I see them from here. Yeah. Um <laughs> down there. It, so that's it fine that's it rotated um, horizontally what about vertically do you want to see any of Antarctica in that is there a bit of white not interested why, why would you not be interested no not at all it's all green and blue it's all green and blue no, no, yeah I'm, I'm fascinated with Antarctica I don't really know what you guys are talking about being able to see different parts of the earth the whole thing is one disc uh, one <laughs> One big disc. One, one big disc. You can see the whole thing. <laughs> you can see the whole thing. From <laughs> I want to see the cross section. Yeah. It's a dream experience. Are you in the spacesuit, or have you got the ability to walk on the moon without it? See, so because I said to you, like, I'd like to be able to, like, maybe if the like the little, you know, like Homer, you know, like yeah. if the the balls of whiskey go up and you can kind of yep. chomp them. But no, I feel like that would ruin the actual. I'd like to drink a whiskey as I would. 
on Earth, but on the moon. So I feel like the only way I could do that would be you would see my in the spacesuit and then you'd see my little hands coming up along the <laughs> face and trying to tip one. I'd have you to could d- have a you could have a situation like Bikini Bottom in SpongeBob SquarePants where that squirrel that he's pumping is uh, down there. I've never. First of all, <laughs> so I, right? I've not. I've actually not watched SpongeBob. I mean, not. I so I now feel like. Well, SpongeBob SquarePants has a girlfriend. She's a squirrel, and she lives in the bottom of the sea. Um, I, and she's got like a house. She's got like a dome a dead over squirrel. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pumping a, I don't know. SpongeBob was so dark. Someone chucked a squirrel off a boat. <laughs> Hammering it into a dead squirrel. I don't know. <laughs> That's insane. Um, but I actually lives in a big dome. I didn't know about that SpongeBob's been having sex with a dead squirrel. No, this is news to me as well. I'll be yeah. honest. And this is fascinating. Changed Nickelodeon for me. Yeah. I think the thing that we've thought about here is, like, you've assumed as well you're outside. You could be inside on the moon. So you okay. could be inside a structure with a glass roof looking back at the Earth in a completely earth atmosphere it'd be artificially created but it's a dream experience like, that's what you want it to be you know what that's it yeah are that, you, are you a telescope looking back at the earth nah i'm all right you're quite fine just no nah, i'm with, fine i'm fine i think there. to me it's it's the looking at the earth and make yourself smaller not like let me see my house yeah, yeah i don't know I'm not <laughs> a telescope as well. can i see my house although as soon as you got google earth for the first time what's the first thing you did i did you do just that. looked at your do you, house. Know, do you know i looked at my grandmother's house and my granddad was on the roof <laughs> And we and we were. I was like, you've been looking for, I for three years. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I screenshot it. I was like, why is Granddad on the roof? And my grandma's like, he's never been on the roof. And I go, I've got proof. <laughs> when a Google car went drove him by, he's been on the roof. Like eighty years old, she's like, he shouldn't be on the roof. And I go, I know. That's why I'm that's why I'm contacting you, Grand. Okay, so um, we've established you're on the moon in a structure with an Earth atmosphere. Yeah. Looking back at the Earth, ideally South America. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> a little bit of the Antarctica maybe flashing into view. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, to, just to tease that yeah. wee white flash that catches the eye and it's gone before you know it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that would be a good place also to have a whiskey on one of those stations on the Antarctica. If you like the ice in your whiskey in particular. Fuck all to look at. There's like- so much to look at. So much snow. Snow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's I, uh, you know, I think a warm, smoky whiskey in an Antarctic experience. Yeah, yeah. I think is really in an igloo. I feel this would gr- it would igloo. just it would just the glass would probably just you know freeze up and smash. But that's the perfect place for your Dalwini Winter's Gold. Oh uh, yeah. What, I, I, what if is I your... was ever going to be drinking it? I'd be drinking it there so no one saw me. <laughs> I di- I didn't know enough about this, but Elliot Steele, yeah, comedian, once bought. We were given the whiskeys to him you know like in the house it was i think it was old putney or something like it and he he he, he came back with a nice glass and like fucked a load of ice in it and i was just like, hurty and sterling does that as well that would yeah that mm. that, that that makes sense to me and i don't know why <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's no wrong way to drink whiskey i think we've drawn the line with putting coke in single malt we did that episode one yeah that's, that's we need some convincing to go on that journey but i think there's certain whiskeys again something really cast strength on a hot day 
you put a bit of ice in that just to keep it chill. Okay. So we'll let the water drip. And again, if water opens up the whiskey, if it's a big enough amount of whiskey as well, single ice cube could go quite a long way to changing the complexity of that as you continue to drink. It's very rare that I would take a whiskey cocktail over just the dram itself. Um, but I would agree. But on a on a hot day, a whiskey cocktail. I'd rather have a highball than a. I had a, I had a highball it. last night. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, monkey shoulder. They were giving. I, I like monkey shoulder. Yeah, perfect for things like that. It's actually quite nice to drink as well. I had a yeah, monkey shoulder. Yeah, house for hot toddies and things like that. No, no, they, they, it is pretty good. We had them in yeah. a posh hot toddy. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hot toddy is the worst stuff in the world. Because I was talking to you about proper tro- like proper twelve. Yeah, we mentioned this. That's another one of the worst I've ever had. That yeah. is. There's, it's not yeah. just a bad whiskey it's got a bad association with a bad person it is yeah I used to be a fan yeah I'm embarrassed to say well I think everyone was for a while yeah yeah so let's move on to what's in your glass right now what do you think about dram number two where are you getting this from Ryan because I've got you've tanked yours Angus I'm thirsty it's the start of the fringe <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've been off the leash in a couple of days I'm, try- I'm trying to be harsh here right because I like I just like whiskeys mm. so half the time you know it takes a real one to go like Ugh. that's not as good as the first one in okay. my head yep uh, even though that seems like it should be I don't think it's as strong as the first one it, it doesn't feel as boozy I didn't feel any inclination to put any water in this it smells the smell smells like a whiskey mixed with something like vodka Ooh. smell okay. it or no you <laughs> right right here's the way I'll, here's the way right here I've got this right take a a Deep huff of that and tell me that you don't smell vodka as well. I feel like it's... Oh, the, 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 and now a sound effect of you just doing a massive snort of... Coke, <laughs> yeah, coke, yeah. Sorry, whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't do this with uh, yeah, yeah. video. No one's Is this rest. Colombian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know exactly what you're saying. The sniffing point. That's it's, the next one that we're going to Sniffing point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the alcohol. Uh, is it? Is I think it, it is. Is it? Is it? It's just alcohol maybe? forward, but when you taste it, it's not. No, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not saying it tastes like Smirnoff. No. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just well, took a huff. The first huff, the first thing that came into my mind was vodka. It's the first time somebody has said something in the podcast we've done so far where I've gone, that's exactly exactly it. There was a flavor there in the background that I was like, I can't place this flavor at all. And when you said vodka, I immediately went, that's like really, it's like bison grass vodka. Like the Zorovska. I thought that, yeah. yeah, that that's what the first thing, and I feel like that's the best thing when you're taking these is you don't think about it. Yeah, you go, what did you, what did you experience? And I was like, I thought, I thought vodka was the first thing. It's like a little bit of vodka got mixed in. It's not a bad thing. I yeah. don't really like vodka, but so prefer the it's first nice, one, but, but definitely prefer the first one. Smells better. A little bit of vodka in the nose. You're getting not as strong anything. Sean, I think. Uh, lemon, 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 okay. lemon on the on the palate. That's why I was oh. getting quite citrusy, lemony, like almost like a fizzy bonbon type situation. Oh, okay. A fizzy bonbon? Kind of. <laughs> nice. So, God, we started this saying we weren't going to be wanky about it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> Scott Wilson was I don't think like it's a wham bar. I don't think you're, uh, what's wanky is when people chat about that in a certain way and look downwards. That's what the wankiness yeah. comes from. Yeah. Because you get people, because I also, when I thought about whiskey five years ago, I'd be like, ugh. And then I see myself talking about it. As long as you're not a, <sighs> a whiskey bro. The yeah, whiskey yeah. bros could be full on. Well, yeah. bro, bros, if anything, is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Mario Bros. <laughs> 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 
Grand. Okay, right. So we will continue to nurse um, nip number two. We know it's something smoky, probably a Highland Park. We know we're drinking it on the moon in a building with a glass ceiling looking back at South America. <laughs> Look, it's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> we now need to move on to who he's taking up in that rocket with them. So we'll go and pour out nip number three and we'll be back to discuss that. So we know what we're drinking, we know where we're drinking it. We've got dram number three in the glass as we build up to the point where you guys need to review worst to first. And then uh, we're going to ask you to identify the supermarket uh, whiskey tonight. The final question that we need to ask you, Ryan, is who are you going to have with you for that ultimate whiskey drinking experience? Right. So I've given this a little bit of thought. (laughs) I've got I've got a name, right? So I want to experience this whiskey, a whiskey with Stanley Tucci. Okay. okay. You're looking at me like right, I'll get I'll give you why. That man, do you ever see like his general social media officer outside of films? No. Very, very rarely. So this man wears turtlenecks, right? Um he 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 all his shit's about like here's his cooking, here's all these fancy wines couple of i i don't know if he does whiskeys but i reckon he I reckon would he be does. i reckon he'd be unbelievable knowing what he talks what he's talking about that guy loves the fire and is that what you it. want you want someone that's going to be like not really but he also it. he's also a good actor so i respect him <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's a tremendous actor like he's yeah yeah you know brilliant. He, and he's that's done everything he's done yeah. the hard parts he's done yeah. shite films i watched the core for my podcast recently like news and that and i was like what are you doing on this uh he just seems like a guy that knows what's good, is funny, and also is you'd be like, oh, cool, Stan Tucci. and and everybody's yeah. kind of on that buzz with him. With but it's mostly cooking. I yeah. just reckon he would be great fun to be with. I've heard him speak as well. He comes across as well as someone knowledgeable, but not smug with it. He like, is. He's dressed smug. Yeah, he should yeah. be. But he, he should be speak it like he just. He's wearing a turtleneck. A lovely, informative person. So I reckon Stanley Tucci. If I had to choose next, Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, you could have more than one person. Oh, is this like a? This <laughs> is the perfect company. Is You're it, building you want, your well, perfect whiskey experience. I'll, that rocket's big enough to take more than one person. Oh, so we're in a we're in a little uh, glass Zorb ball on the moon. Yep. <laughs> You've got Stanley Tucci <laughs> with air fat and turtleneck. We're all looking at Brazil. It's beautiful. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Bill Clinton's <laughs> banging on about how the rainforest is no, going I'm away. Like, I'm like, listen here, yeah, exactly. Listen, like, look, I don't, I don't know. I just, when I was in my head, I was like, who's a who's a Brazilian actor? And I was like, right, Alice Braga. <laughs> this is all I came today. I'm not going to bring it up, but I'm like, listen, Alice, I don't want to hear your Amazon shit. We're here for this. Yeah. <laughs> we're on we're the moon now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, burn Earth's it. Prob- that's burn Earth's it. problems. We're on moon problems. Yeah, when we're all we Brazil, got, we can talk about the moon. When exactly. we're on the moon, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all we got here is cheese and our yeah. company. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to make a three then because yeah. I'll go Stanley Tucci because he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he would add that like level of thing, and as we said, he's not smug about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Bill Clinton. Right, just he's paid for it. Why well, he's a wild card, isn't he? Really? Yeah. Could break out of sacks. He could. I. Do you know what my favorite thing about Bill Clinton is? He wears a sixty-pound watch. 
Right. He That's a, very heavy. He wears a Casio Duo. <laughs> Everything else about my fucking hate. It's like the worst dodge oh, joke. I just got it. <laughs> His left arm is absolutely <laughs> massive. <laughs> Knuckle dragger old bull when he's got his watch on. <laughs> uh, I right. I gotta go for Oh, no, no, he's dead. That's you okay. can take a dead person. You, it's a dream experience. You're building your ultimate dream experience. Scott Wilson, but, too. By the way, I, you can't actually go to the moon either. So, and sit in a building. So, if you I can feel do like that, I, you I can do like, what you want. I feel, One like day maybe. I, I feel like I'm going to get the chance somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Dill Winton. All right. As well as the other two. So, you've got Tucci, Clinton, I, I mean, Winton. I mean, if, uh, Clinton and Winton's a double act to have as oh, well. Oh, you know what? I don't like that. Is that too much? This Clinton Winton. That's displeasing. That, that's yeah. And it's also two wild cards. I'm going to get rid of Deal. Sorry. Right. Right. Um, right. Let me think who else I'll get. I'll go. Right. No, no. That's a boring answer. I didn't know. I was about to say Thierry Henry. I'm an Arsenal fan. He seems like Gross. a loss. Uh, Thierry Henry does, by the way. I Again, we'll, we'll talk about all these as they come up. Thierry Henry is probably one of the funniest yet most insightful pundits doing football coverage right now. <laughs> So, yes, I totally agree. So, I, I, you know, he's harsh in Arsenal. He was when we were at our worst. I'm an Arsenal fan. Uh, and he was, and I was like, fair play to you because, you know, you were our king. So you've got mm-hmm. the level. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll go off Thierry. I feel like him and Stanley would get on well. They both wore t- turtlenecks. <laughs> Do you own a turtleneck? Will you be wearing a turtleneck? Yeah, are you. A turtleneck I feel well? like I can't wear a turtleneck. I feel like I'll pull it off. I think bald guys pull off turtlenecks, yeah. you know. Stanley Tucci's bald. Yeah, yeah. So he's a bald man in a turtleneck. Terry Henry, that's three bald men in turtlenecks. Oh my god. It's like three cocks in a room. Oh my my god. I'm just I'm I realize now what I've just become. (laughs) Who was the other person I fucking invited? Uh, well you want Bill Clinton. He's still got a head of hair. Yeah. I want Clinton. All right. I don't know nothing about Clinton, really. I think... And I want to know... <laughs> I can tell you how much I want to know if he's. I want to know if he's as wild as they say. Halfway down that bottle, <laughs> you're getting the you're getting the classified information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ultimately what yeah, he's yeah. here for, right? And oh, Tucci's hey, I'll tell you. to eat it out of him. <laughs> um, and we'll go with it from there. <laughs> I went to hold that and then he pulled the whole table down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to... Like, listen, me, you... Oh, hey, I'll tell you Monica what happened on the island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he was like, everyone knows what happened. And I'm like, right, fair enough. Fine. So we've got our audience. Look, we've I got feel like I've given you some weird Tucci, <laughs> Clinton, and Henri. Um, and we're all up on the moon looking in at Brazil. <laughs> yeah, drinking Highland Park 18, probably. But it's certainly probably. smoky. You're not, you're not totally sure what's in the glass. It's smoky, though. There's warmth. There's. I feel like there has to be a warmth there. Yeah. Fine. If, if I you look at the vast expanse and go, I wish I had warmth. Think I need smokiness. Absolutely beautiful. It's the first time there's not been water involved, I think. Yep. Uh, and it's or a fire. First time yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's been no fire. Oh, Scott the, didn't have water, to be fair. He he was on a balcony. I would also Very assume deep. you can see the sea from that balcony. Yeah. Right? And the sunset's always been a thing. Sunset on the moon. I've no idea what that looks like. Let's be honest. Sunset, it's something worth not seeing. A, not interesting. No, no, it's more about looking at the earth. Eyes, seen on, the sun eyes, before. eyes on earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Right. We need to wrap this up. Uh, Number three. What okay. are we thinking about dram number three? Before we reveal, well, before we get you to rank, and then we reveal what's actually quite a in lot your going glasses. On. I think there's quite a lot going on here. Is this the supermarket one? He's not going to tell us that. You. you need to guess that at the end. Okay, good. Um, the, the, 
that burns very much at the end mm. compared to especially one. Yeah. Oh, God. This is one of these ones where you don't want to come on a whiskey podcast and you want to go see that one there. Top tier. And like that was three pounds in Lidl. Uh, nothing wrong no with wrong that answer. well here's the thing because imagine it is there's no, imagine there's it no, is no, imagine no you say either. that's the best I've ever had I, I think love that's that the best and then you go I'll tell you, and we say oh that's really cheap that's a uh, cheap whiskey and, and you're like it. great I'm going to buy six of them I'll now. tell you yeah. what I, I did I know I'm wrong here but what happened was I, I, I took a red wine once that was a fiver from Lidl and it was the best red wine I've ever had I yeah. drank 40 bottles of it I was like that's <laughs> in one night oh yeah before I reach the exit breakfast <laughs> um i think there's quite a bit going on in this one I, I don't think it's um i i think it's nice i don't I, I don't really know what i'm getting from it though i always find this with a third one because you know you're a few whiskeys to the wind by this point. yeah yeah so the burns at the end yeah if i had it i think it's my second favorite if I, if, I had, if I had to do it, I'd put it currently second favorite. I'd I've got a feeling we're going to have the exact same order. I might change mine just for a while. No, no, we'll, we'll do the order. No, we've got to do the so, order. Yeah, we've yeah, got to we'll do, do the order the we feel. Any other notes on this one, though, before we get in? It's smooth uh, when you're drinking it. It's, it's got a kind of almost space id kind of mouthfeel to it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to give this one more proper go. Right, so it smells. There's no There's no hints of Smirnoff. No. No. Nope. <laughs> I, I totally go. I don't pointing my microphone at you um totally got what you were saying with the last one <laughs> the smirnoff definitely was a note there i would agree with it completely so it smells like regular with i can't i don't feel like i'm picking up anything different it smells like just uh oh hey that's whiskey i didn't go oh my god mm. yeah you rubbed, yeah you rubbed plums in this i'd be like no that's just <laughs> i i mean i think that's an analogy in it, or a review in itself it tastes just like whiskey like that is what whiskey in your head should taste like there's no, yeah, no I, I'm with you on that. And it's not even a cop out. No, no it's, it's not, not even it's a cop out. Like, I, I smelled it and I went, that tastes like whiskey I drank ago. All right, the burns at the end. If you were to and taste it smells whiskey, like whiskey from memory and it wasn't whiskey, that's, that's what it would taste like. So, and in many ways, I'm all for that. That's good. Yeah. I'll I'll put that second in my list. So I've got... Okay, you, let's go to the list then. So where where how are you going through one, one, two, and three? And then at the end, we'll ask you about the supermarket one. Uh, I will have well the the first one. We had the first one the best. That's second. So I have one, three, two. One, three, two. Yeah. So one the favorite, three the middle, two last. Yes. Yeah, it's the same for me. You agree? It is the exact same. Yeah, okay. Exact same. Yeah. I, I knew we were gonna be as soon as you said it's the second one, I was like the first one was better than the second. I'm glad. Okay. Right. Uh, so which one is the supermarket blend? I'm torn because I think it could be either this one or the second one. I don't think it's the first one. If it's the first one, I'll be shocked. I'll be amazed. I'll be. If it's like I said last week, if it's the first one, I'll buy some right now. Yeah, okay. yeah. If if it's the first one, I'm blowing my wages. Fine. By the time I, I get out that door, blowing so them up, blowing we're the wages. discounting the first one. Watch one out of two or three. Then do you think is the supermarket whiskey? You answer first. Ah, uh, see, this is why I like being a co-host in this because I'm like, no, we let our guests go first. Yeah, we do let our guests go first. <laughs> do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. Go I'm going to go right. I think the whiskey one that is number three. You the supermarket three. whiskey is the one we are currently got in our hands. Okay, I think it's the second one. You think it's the oh, second one? Oh, I hope that's not hope, not hope, but 
think. You but I think it's three. three. I think it's three. Okay. I'm glad we all agreed on everything. So, I think one of us is right, though. So, yeah. time to find out exactly um, what you were drinking. So, whiskey number one was Perpetue. <laughs> Perpetue. I'm always going to mispronounce something, which is produced by the Leith Export Company. It is a blend. It is £40 a bottle. Wow. Which is very affordable. 45.7 ABV. Yeah. You oh, guys wow. talked about it being tobacco. You get the burn up front and then it kind of dies away. Um, you thought it was a little bit boozy, but not necessarily in a bad way. Um, so if we look at the tasting notes, what they talked about was um, apple tarts, Danish pastries, uh, lemon sherbets. So not but tobacco. you said that about number two. I did. So so there you go. So not tobacco, uh, definitely sort of the sweeter end of it. But I, I was the same as you guys, I'll be perfectly honest. I could definitely pick up on that sweet note. Um, whiskey number two. Not Scottish. Well, here we are. First of all, it is Japanese. <gasps> Are the one that I wow, know. Wow, you love Japanese. Oh. I said Japanese. Oh, my God. Are you going to say it's a really nice Japanese? It well? is Kayasuku Mizunura, cask finished. Um, okay. You said that the, you know, the smell of it was just what really took to you. You got some vodka notes out of that. You thought it was definitely not a strong and lemon um, sherbet. I was getting lemon sherbet. This one me. is 40%. So I was right. Um, and then the last one is the Johnny Walker Celebration 200 Years. Wow, really? Um, the smell on this one is sweet dried raisins, subtle spice and marzipan. The taste is hints of roasted nuts, icing, sugar, sweetness and gentle peat. Not sure I got I wasn't getting any I, 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 I got not a single thing you just said. Yep. So I, I, in fairness, in my, in my estimation, it came what second? Yep. But also yeah. I got nothing. I went, oh yeah, whiskey. <laughs> the only thing that I get is the finish of soft pepper. Soft pepper. And I do find it slightly peppery on the tongue. But I didn't get any of the rest of the stuff. I didn't get the, the sweetness. I, I might have got the pepper like on yeah. round one. Mm. But that, that was, yeah, that's that's so interesting. So, which, so hold on. So, so I bet that's, that, that's your cheap, that's your supermarket one, isn't it? That's so that's that. the three. Which one's the supermarket one? No, Johnny, Johnny Walker one. Celebration is currently unavailable. You can't buy it. You can buy it on Amazon and stuff like am that. I, it's about right? six, 55 to 60 pounds. Really? A uh, the first one is 40 pound a bottle. Bottle number two. Bottle number two is the supermarket. Called so it. So Angus it. got that one. The Japanese one. Oh, I thought I fucking called that. No, no, you said it was number yeah, three. Yeah, no, no, yeah, not all right. Okay. It is available in. Now I need to just check this one again. That's fu that's so funny. I was. This is this is exactly why you should love whiskey. It's a, it's a real exploration. That's it. That's it. Nobody drinks three whiskeys and it's like oh, okay i understand what whiskey's like now you have to drink hundreds uh, and then i get my favorites i think you might be the same as well you get a few that you like so if you're in a bar you're like okay i'm gonna get that because i yeah, know i like it yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're just buying a bottle in the shop where you see someone on sale you grab it you know cam can i ask you who do we get the whiskey from this week delighted to say that once again uh paul whitson has delved into his deep cavern of whiskey range uh, that man has got a lot of bottles of whiskey and he's donated two of the whiskeys tonight which is brilliant i have to uh issue a retraction and apology for last week as well i said he was a aberdeen fan he is not he's a hibs fan i just put that out of my mind because i don't like them 
So just to wrap things up, that Kayasuku, I really needed to double check it, is an Aldi whiskey. Twenty-five no. pounds of Are you fucking kidding me? I ha, I shop in Aldi. <laughs> well you know what you're picking up on the next trip, innit? Well job done. Kayasuku whiskey, blended Japanese. It finished bottom for both of you, to be fair. Angus, you did identify it as our supermarket one. Uh, none of them particularly expensive. I think mm. that the Johnny Walker, I like to say fifty-five to sixty is what you can get it for online. The the perpetuate batch one is about forty pounds. I can't really see it online, so it might be sold out. Um and that Kayasaku is uh, twenty-five pounds a bottle from Aldi. That Damn. completes our set and ultimately let's recap right. Colin, your dream whiskey experience is. <laughs> I, I, I loved this podcast <laughs> so you much. You have a smoky whiskey in your glass, probably a Highland Park 18, but you're not entirely sure because you don't really care because it's smoky and that's all that matters. It warms you, my cockles. You are drinking it on the moon in a building with a glass roof looking back on Earth specifically at South America and focused in on Brazil. Yeah, yeah. And you're joined by Stanley Tucci, <laughs> Bill Clinton, and Thierry Henry. What an experience. <laughs> it's, it's what I dream of every night. So there you go. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back again very soon as we go through another dramming experience. But until then, Slanjava. I perform at the Edinburgh Fringe. Still, you can come and see me. 2.45 at Stand 4 every day, apart from the 14th. Uh, we'd love to see you there. Tickets are selling well, but not well enough, so buy a ticket.